He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. unclouded by hate hello everybody how are you doing today does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice my name is charlie you might know me as sci-fi fantasy writer c.e dorset and it's been a while since i've done this podcast and i apologize for that um <clears throat> the long and short of it is i've been going through a lot and questioning a lot not my faith or anything like that but it's been really tricksy for me to get done everything that i need to do as i said just a second ago you know i'm a sci-fi fantasy writer and i've spent a lot of time writing recently and it's it's difficult for me to find time to do the podcasts that i really enjoy doing and this is one of those podcasts that i really enjoy doing and want to spend more time doing um so to make that easier, as of now, as of this episode, the podcast has moved over to anchor.fm at anchor.fm slash wisdoms cry. Um, and I'm really excited to be doing this. I've host one of my other podcasts over there, and it's been really a good experience for me. And it's been really easy for me to get episodes out and keep recording. So some episodes may be done on my really good mic um which is not a really good mic but it's the best mic that i have and um others may be actually done on my phone on the go and so the sound quality may not be as good but the really cool thing about using anchor is i will be able to get podcast episodes out no matter where i am what i'm doing and what else is going on in my life so that's a good thing. <laughs> so I want to say thank you to everybody who's stuck through me, stuck through it with me, um, through all of the trying times that I've had through my depression flare up and everything. And through all the craziness that has been the world lately. And, you know, that's kind of where I wanted to start. And the name of this episode is the still small voice. And I wanted to begin there because I'm hearing more and more from our bright wing sisters and brothers, but let's be honest, it's mostly the brothers, them claiming to be prophets, as in they're directly hearing the word of God spoken to them, and they are proclaiming it to you, and you have to listen to them and follow them because they are literally speaking for god and if you do not you're defying god in some way and i i just can't bear that people are starting to talk like that and think like that and that they are not being derided and laughed out of christian spaces i mean for goodness sakes back when i was a roman catholic 
I was at a prayer meeting and I just had a feeling that I should give one of the w women that was there at the prayer meeting a medal I had um, of St. Anne. And that ended up in me having to go through discernment with the priests to find out why I thought that that was a thing that I had that, that I should do. And while I think the Catholic Church often goes too far in, you know, that I wasn't claiming anything out of the ordinary, I was just, I had a feeling that she should have that medal. And that's one of the reasons why I bought medals in bulk for various saints and would have them blessed by the priests and carry them around. And when I felt like somebody needed one, I would pull one out and give it to them. And if they didn't know about the saint, I would tell them the story. And that led, like I said, to me being discerned by the priests to see if I was uh, detrimental to the faith. And I'm not bitter about that because I, again, I think it was a little bit of an overkill, but they were afraid that I was claiming to speak for God. And I think any religious figure should be afraid that that's happening. Now, if you've listened to this podcast since the beginning, you know that I believe that prophets do exist, and I do believe that there are those who have received revelation from on high. But there's a certain problem that comes in when the message that you're receiving is always backing up your personal beliefs. It is always supporting the political factions that you support. Because if there's one thing that we can say about revelations from God as recorded in the scriptures, be that in the Tanakh, in the New Testament, in the Quran, in the writings of Hildegard of Bingen and others, they often did not receive the messages that they wanted, and they often challenged the messages that they got because they seemed impossible or difficult or against what they thought would be the common good. And we, we see this struggle that even amongst the prophets, they generally were not backing the right horses. And in all of the stories in sacred scripture, where a prophet is told to support someone, it is usually the last person they thought should have been supported. I mean, think, think of Samuel. Samuel and Nathan did not want to support a little shepherd boy for king. They didn't want to have a king at all. And when they heard what they perceived to be the voice of God telling them to actually support David, well, they had already installed Saul as king, and this caused a problem, and it was a big problem, and it's a problem that persisted for, you know, many, many, many years. So I, I find it strange and oddly convenient when someone claims to be hearing the voice of God, and it is, look, everybody, we're right, we're always right, we're always good, we're always the right ones, we're supporting the right people, we're doing the right thing, by the way, God said, give me money. No, God didn't say any of those things. First of all, God said, freely have you received and freely should you give. And that's one of the reasons why this podcast is free, though we'll talk about that in a minute. But you, you don't 
make you don't do this this is making a mockery of god when you're claiming to have visions of god supporting a political person or of on any side or specifically against one it kind of goes against everything that christianity has ever thought about god god is not a respecter of persons this is a phrase that is repeated often throughout the scriptures God really doesn't care about individual people in that way. He's not hand-picking individual people. He's not hand-appointing individual people. And when you actually look at the stories contained just in the Bible, you'll find that, well, God may have chosen David because David was better than Saul and the people wanted a king, God didn't want them to have a king in the first place and how much the Lord actually intervened to make David king. Well, we can talk about that. There's some interesting thoughts to mull over there because the scripture is very clear. God is king. Ha'olohim, the eternal, the unending, is king. Jesus himself said, you should call no one master except for your father who is in heaven. You should call no one father but your father who is in heaven. In other words, you shouldn't be bowing to people on earth. These are messages that get distorted throughout the medieval period, but they didn't actually take them out of scripture itself. And we can see them quite clearly. We are not supposed to bow our heads to any leader but God. And so to say that God has anointed any one leader or any one king is problematic, especially from a Christian point of view, which, after all, sisters and brothers, isn't that what these people are doing? They're claiming to speak on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ and through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They're claiming to be creating new scripture that is in support of their political faction, their political leaders, and their political message. That is a dangerous thing. That is a dark and dangerous path to walk down. I would never say that I speak for God. I listen. I listen attentively for the leanings of God. I listen attentively for the voice of God. I try to discern the will of the divine in everything that I do so I can follow his provident hand. But I would never tell you that I heard the word of God, I spoke the name of God in the name of God. I am just a person. We have someone for that. His name is Jesus Christ. Jesus spoke for God and told us what we should know. He told us that the meek will inherit the earth. Well, you're saying that meekness is weakness, so that doesn't jive with what Jesus said. Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Well, you say that being poor is a sign that God doesn't love you. So who are you actually talking about again? Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted, says Jesus. You say to mourn is to show a lack of faith in God. Who is the God that you are serving? In so many of these cases, you have to wonder about the dichotomy that Jesus put forward where he said you cannot serve God and mammon. And so many of these preachers, these televangelists these days, seem to be worshipping at the altar of mammon. They seem to be worshipping money 
and money is their god, and whoever has the money is the agent of their god. So give them your money so that they can be close to God, for money is God in their world. It's a scary thing. It is a really scary thing. And I'm not going to talk about salvation and damnation in this episode, because I think that's a scary place to go and not really helpful in this conversation. But shall I just point out that, you know, the book of Revelation is the only book in the Bible that says that, you know, blessed are those who read and understand the words of the scripture and cursed forever are those who add or take away from anything written herein. <laughs> That's why I don't talk about the book of Revelation. It's the only book in the Bible that has a curse on it. They talk about it a lot. They're willing to add and subtract and multiply and divide. And don't you know, that's Israel and that's Iran and that's this and that's that. And ooh, that's adding, that's adding to the book of Revelation. And you're not supposed to do that. I'm not a fundamentalist and even I can see that. That's plainly written in the text. Oh, you are writing novels and making movies set in and interpreting and adding to the book of Revelation. Oh, oh, God have mercy. This is not what we are meant to do. We are not meant to speak for God. We're not meant to speak for God. The message of our Lord Jesus Christ is quite simple. Repent for the kingdom is at hand. Change your mind for the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom of the Father, the eternal kingdom, the throne of the Almighty God is at hand. It is within you. They will not say here it is or there it is for lo, the kingdom is within you. This is what Jesus said. And all of Jesus's messages to us is that we are to be proclaiming the kingdom and seeking out how we may be part of it that we may that we will be reconciling this world to god and making everything better we should be going about the tikkun olam we should be restoring the world in all that we do not bickering not fighting not getting angry not yelling not shouting not talking about who's better than who we're supposed to be helping the women and the orphans, not supporting those who oppress them. We're supposed to be helping the poor and the afflicted, not supporting those who oppress them. We're supposed to be giving sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf, not pretending that they don't exist. We're supposed to be giving aid to the refugee not punishing them, taking their children away and throwing them out of the country. Jesus is quite clear about these things. We are here to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are here to proclaim the kingdom and its closeness and that it is here. It is now. All of these other things, their vanity, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, vanity of vanities, just as chasing after the wind. Everything is the same under the sun. Nothing changes. 
people will always try to use God for power because as long as they can convince you that they speak for the one almighty God, though they always say God, they don't tell you they're speaking for Hashem, for the Lord, for Jesus. They just say God. Sometimes they say Jesus. Sometimes. But they don't speak in the spirit that Christ told us to speak in. They are not humble. They are not meek. They are not poor in spirit. They are not trying to bring compassion and caring and healing into this world. They are not working for the reconciliation of the world. They're dividing. That should be a big sign whose side they're on. And it's a really scary thing that so many people believe them. And so many people believe that they are speaking for the divine. The divine does not need them or anyone to speak for them. The holy ones spoke through Jesus. The holy ones speak in our hearts. That gnawing conscience that tells you not to do the things that you know you ought not do. That's the voice of God. The voice of God is a still, small voice. Elijah went up on the mountain to see God. And there was an earthquake. And God was not in the earthquake. And there was a mighty wind. But God was not in the wind. There was a rushing fire. And God was not in the fire. And then a still, small voice came. All of these people that are speaking with such bombast. I really wonder who they're speaking for. I really do. Because out of mercy and compassion, I, I fear for them. I wonder if they believe any of the things that they say. They seem to believe it well, well enough that they can get red in the face and yell about it. But that doesn't really seem to be the godly thing to do. We are told that temperance and prudence are fruits of the Holy Spirit, are we not? We're told that we should be even striving after equanimity. These are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You will know them by their fruits, Jesus says. Many will come after me saying, I am Christ and I am Messiah. Many will come after me and preach in my name. You will know them by their fruits, Jesus tells us. Yeah. I think we can see the fruits of their labors, the anger, the hate, the suspicion, the fear, the pain, the anguish, the greed. We see their fruits and we can tell that they are not speaking for our God. Our God is love. This is what the Apostle John tells us. God is love, and whatever is not of love is not of God. Oh, how many times have you heard a preacher say hate? Mm. And of course, they'll always say, I'm allowed to say that. God said that he hates. Yeah, God's allowed to say whatever God wants to say. You're a person. 
you're a person like me, a person of faith like me, following Hashem, following the Lord Jesus Christ, following the Holy Spirit Rabino, our teacher, that we may find our way in this world with a peaceful heart and be worthy of the promises of Christ, that we will enter in the kingdom now while we yet live, and that we will see the kingdom on that day when we die. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. We have to be careful, my sisters and brothers. We have to be so careful in this world. So many claim to speak for God. And I just want to go on the record again. I am not someone who speaks for God. I listen for wisdom's cry. I listen for the voice of providence in my own life. It's one of the reasons why I feel like I should be doing this again. Over the weekend, I felt a very strong urge to do this. I felt that this was right. I felt like this is where I needed to be spending my time. And that a lot of the anxieties that I was experiencing was because I wasn't allowing the creative force of God to flow through me and do podcasts like this. That doesn't mean that the words coming out of my mouth are the words of God. I would never say that, and I don't want any of you to ever believe that. I'm a person. I'm flawed. I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form. I've practiced creation spirituality for 20 years. I've meditated for more than that. I have said my prayers. I have done the things that I have done, good and bad. I have asked for forgiveness for my many, many, many wrongdoings. And they are many. Don't turn to me for the voice of God. Turn to God for the voice of God. Don't turn to any human being. That was a one time only. Jesus came into this world and the world knew him not. They crucified him and they killed him. And on the third day he rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven. That was a one-time deal. <laughs> We're not going to get an embodiment like that again. We're not. We shouldn't expect it. We shouldn't expect anything like that. And when you read the words of the prophets who came after, they saw images, they saw great things. Visionary may be a better word than prophet. And think of the deeds, the fruits of those who claim to speak for God, those who incited the Crusades, were answering the cry of God. No, they weren't. They were answering the cry of their own urges to go to war in the Middle East because, well, treasure and glory and fame and all those things, God had little or nothing to do with it. They tarnished some of the most beautiful saints, like St. George, who, as I'm recording this, I have my icon of St. George right beside me, claiming to have seen him ride into battle, leading angels into battle before them. St. George was killed, martyred by a state, by Diocletian, 
for saying that he believed wrong. Why would he, of all people, come back to do the same thing to others? Mm. Yeah. We'll know them by their fruits. Hopefully, what I bring to your life is goodness and good things. I try. I'm very excited to be doing this podcast again. And I, I'm sorry to start on a note like this, but the preachers lately, and the, I don't want to say their names because I don't want this to become a personal thing. So many of them lately have just been so dark and claiming things that I believe are above any of our humanly stations. We need to be careful. And so I'm back. I'm going to be doing this podcast and Lord willing and my flesh not being too weak, we will be doing this podcast daily. I look forward to hearing from you. Um, I'm doing this on Anchor now, which means if you go to anchor.fm and follow Wisdom's Cry over at anchor.fm, you will be able to leave me a one-minute audio message. It's a simple app. It downloads onto your phone, and it's on Android and iOS. It's really easy to use. It downloads right onto your phone, and you can just hit a button, call in, leave me a one-minute message, keep it clean, and if it's good, I'll use it on the show. You can ask a question, make a comment, or bring up a topic that you'd like to hear me talk about. Any of those would be fine. Thank you so much for everything that you've done in supporting me through all these years. And hopefully we will be able to do great things together over the ones to come. I have a lot of high hopes for this podcast, and hopefully this episode was uh, helpful for you. If it was, and you know, th- and you think it'll help somebody else, please share it with them. If the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate this podcast, please take a moment and do that as well. Alrighty. Um, I don't know when it's going to show up, but one of the reasons I'm also doing this on Anchor, and I know this is probably going to feel a little bit hypocritical, since I just went after people for, you know, asking for money, and I am not asking for your money. Um, But as soon as I can turn it on, I will be turning on the Anchor Support feature, which will allow you to support this podcast at the $1, $5, $10 a month level. And that money goes directly to me and will really help me out a lot. Um, As I said before, I have a hard time, you know, spreading my time between the things that I want to do and have to do. And I would love to make Wisdom's Cry and this spiritual work my full-time job. And so if it is there by the time you hear this episode, or it should be showing up soon, and you would like to help me make this my full-time job, then please consider um, doing that. That would really help me out a lot. It'll be either a link in the show notes or it'll show up in the app that you're listening to me on as a little button that says support. And it really would help. Um, Don't feel any obligation to do it. If if you have the money and you want to throw them my way, that's great. Think of it as a little donation box sitting in the corner. If you have it and you want to throw it in, throw it in. If you don't, that's fine. I'm going to keep 
doing this is to the best of my ability, but I really would like to make this my full-time job. So if you can help, please thank, please and thank you. <laughs> Until next time, my name is Charlie. May God bless and keep you in all that you do. Amen.